Yes! Wow! That is going to be controversial! That's a crunching right hand! And that must finish it! It must finish it! Taylor trying to catch himself, using his jab! He's a right hand! Another right hand! And he goes down! Oh my goodness! The dream is made real! Ricky Hatton rocks the world with a truly stunning win over a modern legend! He is the champion of the world! Yes, 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 what's going on people? Raps on TV here, live from London, reporting all the best things in boxing. Looking forward to today's show, um, hopefully it's a packed edition. Going to discuss and run over the, um, where else to start really, then the clash on the dunes. Um, looking forward to chopping up this agenda, which is going to be featuring Joshua fighting Ruiz, um, AJ versus Ruiz fight week in Saudi Arabia, uh, white cleared by U- the UCAD and their statement on that. Uh, the Commie versus Lopez IBF title part timers joining. Hello, you, 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 jo- joining. What's, yeah, what's going on, Sam? You good? Hello, what's going on, people? What are taking ta- taxis from long, short distances? Uh, anything for the reps, man. <laughs> do everything for the reps. No, nah, take your time. Have some water, man. But I'm just yeah. Perfect. So good to see you. Um, also going to touch lightly on the Eubank Junior and Charlo win. Hopefully that sets up a good clash yeah, a between the two. Still. Yeah, exactly point. between <laughs> the two of those guys uh, for 2020. Um, yeah, we're no better place to start, really. Um, how's your weekend been, bro? Mate, weekend was amazing. You know? Yeah, um, it's, it's down to Christmas time, isn't it? Yeah. You know, Christmas time is always boxing time. Exactly. Let me get <laughs> yeah. close to that because last yeah. year we had we were blessed to have the 23rd with uh, Dylan White and uh, Jason right. the emphatic yeah. knockout. Yeah. You know, this December just gone past. Mm. We've got, you know, the, you know, Rumble in the Jungle, <laughs> Rillian and Melina, Clash on the Part dunes, 2, bro. you know, Clash of the Dunes yeah, with but, Joshua. And, and you're right, to be fair, because, I mean, this weekend we've got Richie versus Comey. Last weekend we had Eubank Jr. No, 100%. PBC. 100%. Then you've got um, Crawford also. I mean, it's half a decent fight. Um, no, you've got Javonta Davis, Gamboa, Badu Jack versus... Um, uh, Jean Pascal, so that's a big one. Uh, then Did we've got you? the next gen show, so you're yeah, definitely right. It's probably in the first time in the it seems like a bit of a consistent pattern that we're getting some good fights in December. Um, but no better place to start. How did where, where how, how did you find the fight? But where did you watch it most importantly? Okay, I didn't watch it in Saudi Arabia, unlike some, but you know, um, the program, you know, I, I kind of debated in my head where, where I was going to watch the fight, and you know, initially there were a few yeah. events and things like that in the box parks mm-hmm. being held. But uh, I, I opted to watch it on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did pay, by the way. Like I paid a true, the like full a true twenty-five pugilist. pounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to stream, tempted to, but you mm-hmm. know, streaming isn't the right way of doing things. And as my views on boxers being paid, and you we've know, we got to add to the boxers' pockets, it, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, it was very interesting watching this out. I wanted to watch it on my own. My dad mm-hmm. couldn't watch it. You know, shout out to my dad; he's probably listening. Um, <laughs> You know, he didn't want to watch it because he just felt that, you know, AJ had to prove himself. And, mm-hmm. you know, rightly so, he came at the right way, you know, yep. uh, and was able to prove it. But I watched by myself and I took my notes down mm-hmm. and I analysed and heard what the commentators, um, the Sky Sports commentators said, which I felt, yeah. in my personal knowledge, was quite uh, biased. Yeah. I okay, felt it was so pro Joshua. Yeah. Not re- as much as, you know, Ruiz did gain 16 pounds. Like, mm-hmm. damn, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. You know that wasn't impressive when yeah, I heard that when, I, when I heard that. I wasn't. That, that was bad. There's no two ways about that, right? <laughs> but I mean, it's interesting you say that because um, I did hear some rumblings while I was over there that the zone where I guess you could uh, probably throw in a jab out at Sky Sports in terms of maybe a cheerleader cheerleader type performance. Yes. So there were there were comments being made about Sky's commentary. Obviously, I've not had a chance to hear that, um, and I 
you know, I'll say schoolboy era, but told the missus, record, she had one job to do. I said, record the pay-per-view for me. One job to do. <laughs> Shout out to the missus. You know, and, and literally she recorded it all the way up until the main fight. Oh so I've watched it. God. And literally I was watching all the fights. I said, let me take down the Hergovic, Majidov, uh, White, Pav, Povetkin, Hunter. Then I was like, hang on a minute. Why is the time coming to an end and then pop? <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyone with a link, just hit me up and it, send that to me. And callers, call in. Please, I want, I'm going to ask the question out to you guys about what you felt about the commentary of Tony Bellew, Adam Smith, and I think Matthew Macklin was on the yeah, was on the commentary side. Then. Yeah. You know, for me, as much as I am pro-Joshua, pro-Nigeria, yeah. um, I, I just kind of felt that it was a bit too much in Joshua's favour yeah. uh, in terms of the commentary. And, and, you know, there were times where we could actually, if you know, put in our extra boxing technical uh, critique mm-hmm. hats on. I think that, you know, Joshua did make some fundamentals. He did kind of, you know, during some of the rounds, especially towards the latter part, mm-hmm. where he felt he was getting the other hand, he was trying to scrap with, with, with like the natural instinct for him is to scrap and to, to fight. And, you know, you could hear McCracken and, and those guys shouting in the corner that he should kind of stick to the game plan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thankfully he did, but, you yeah. know, the times he did take the risk, yeah. it didn't pay off because of a slow Ruiz. And, yeah, and I mean, obviously you talk about that, um, this, 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 let's start really from fight week. I think, um, as I said, um, obviously, as you know, and I'm hope everybody that's listening now, make sure you're liking the Facebook page, you're liking the videos, Please, and you're subscribing like, subscribe. on the YouTube. Exactly, we need yeah, more if you of that. Think I'm more talking that. that talk. Comment, yeah, comment. Exactly. I've been active this week. I see a few I see of you, you guys taking shots and giving shots. Yeah. I like that. I like that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so for me, I would say, um, obviously, get out there. Um, and for those of you who don't want to hear backstory, so I get to hear through, and I've got to say this, so I get to hear through. Um, I see a connect there that's also flying out. Another media uh, colleague, let's say, um, I won't say competitor, because we're all about collaboration, no, you know. Of so definitely, um, good shout out, Provis from Pep Talk. So I see him, he's and I phone him, and he's like, "It's like, have you heard what happened?" And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "I've got something to tell you." And I see you, so I'm like, "All right, cool, cool, cool." Whatever. I see him in Heathrow now, and it's like, "Oh." Did you hear what happened to Dean White? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Dean White? Like, <laughs> Shout out to, to Dean, Dean if you're listening. Yeah, so I'm thinking Shout to myself, to like, right, what he's already got down in Saudi, right? Like they've already started troubling him. He's like, no. On his flight, a man tried to open the door of the aircraft. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, he's on a flight. Some guy tried to open the door, talking about, I want to go back to London, let me out, let me out. So Dean's come along and obviously hold him down. So I'm sure a lot of you have seen the reports on Sky Sports. So on the journey home, I mean, you could imagine everybody that saw Dean White was like, I'm glad you're on my flight. No. I'm glad you're on my <laughs> flight. So um, it was good banter. But yeah, that setting, in terms of setting that the trip off, crazy. I was like, I was like, oi, this is a bit mad, let's to be honest. Let's just remember what Dean said, though, as a, when, he, when he says about guys. I think he said, it, what did he say about Fury or something else? He said he would wrap mm. him up like a pretzel. Yeah. And that's exactly bad. what he did. Yeah, I mean, you, you, uh, the, the way I see it, um, yeah, he needed to... He, yeah, I'm just saying you don't want to be in that predicament. Um, and I guess no, the, the stewards no. were happy that he was there of all people. But, um, but do you know so how that they w- said that though? Yeah. Do you know what I heard? I've heard that you've got to be a very strong, strong, you've got to be insanely strong to be able to open the well, door. Well, that's it, there. yeah. I think the thing yeah. is in all those, in as much as that is true, they said that, you know, the pilot needs to unlock something. Who knows, right? I'm not going to stand there and let, you, you wouldn't want him to stand there and let a guy try to open no, the door. No, None of, of us are engineers right in that thing. level. So you exactly. But yeah, so that was good, um, getting out there. And I think the main news was it was a lot of mind games. Um, the setup was really interesting. Um, they had camps um, like where the, where the fighters were able to train on site. Um, so why, you know, Hergovic, um, Ruiz, of course, were all training there. But yeah. I thought really what was the, the key thing to really start from where I think everyone had the shot was the weigh-in. So the weigh-in gets on and, you, and, and I saw 283 and I'm like, what? And I was just like, how has that happened? Um, and I don't know if anybody caught my interview with Barry Hearn shout out uh, uh, that, that, that old interview Baza. yeah old Baza, old Baza. Um, even Hearn. he was like yeah this is a bit 
too much. And it's hard to say, it was hard to say before the fight that that's going to be detrimental to him. But I did say, you know, for somebody that's had a full camp, how do you go 50, how do you go a stone heavier than... This is, but you so know, I've, I've, been, I've, I've been saying this from early and, you know, shout mm. out to Andy Ruiz, you know. Mm. Although he disappointed himself, he still mm. was able to upset and make history this year. And, you know, he, he yeah. he's made history as Mexican's first mm-hmm. ever heavyweight boxing champion. But mm. going to the point now and to the criticism that everyone's asking is, you know, the, what happened? But mm. this is where you got to wait Joshua in a way because what happened and how I'm seeing it is mm. a guy who made millions of pounds yeah. you know, who who fought last time for less than 100k mm. USD who's now being you know put on Jimmy Kimmel being mm. put on Joe Rogan Mike Tyson's kind of co-signing you you know mm. you, you kind of got your you've gone from zero to hero yeah you know that that naturally will sink in and well, you know you've got to understand anyway. about the Joshua stay hungry stay humble because this guy's made twice three four times more than what this guy's made and you know he's been at the line he's been in the limelight and been at the top level and the yeah. second this guy gets you know the cameras and the flashing lights put on him you know he kind of forgets the one thing that got him mm. the kind of the spotlight which and was, you know what funny as you say that way. um somebody in and so it's got somebody in one of the pages actually said you know what because i agree with you i think you've got to give joshua full credit for being able not even the humility, I think being maintaining the hunger. No, um, because that's one of the big statements, you know, when you're sleeping on silk sheets, exactly. it's harder to get up in the morning. So I think that shows actually credit to Joshua. Um, but I think actually we're now seeing it twice because, you know, the, on the flip side, and you could argue it's a similar situation when Fury beat Klitschko, someone said this on the group, when Fury beats Klitschko, it all went to wire for him. He didn't cope with the fame. He didn't cope with the no, success. Of course and, he didn't. And, of course he didn't. So whenever he's made his redemption, the but King, yeah, yeah. this is what I'm saying. And you know, it's quite frustrating. And you know, I struggle to have this argument with a lot of my friends. And you know, one of one of my friends I was talking with, shout out him. He knows who he is. He's mm. listening in. Mm. Not saying his name though, but uh, mm. he 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 was kind of discrediting Joshua, saying he ran and did all this. And you know, Joshua's fight was boring. And you know, but one minute you're saying Joshua won't be able to beat outbox Ruiz, and mm. when he outboxes him, it's he's boring. And yeah. you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you won't, kind For of real. in that situation. And you, you kind of got to give the guy credit because six months to really gain and understand and fall in love with the sport of boxing again mm. and understand and go back to basics and finchley abc go back to your basic roots of knowing how to move and to hit and not get hit and not just being this tough rough fighter that can just be in the pocket and stand your ground and you know mm-hmm. he's got to be able to use his boxing brain and everybody said unless Joshua knocks him out which he won't mm-hmm. ruiz got ruiz has got his card marked mm. and you know uh, can you argue there's a bit of complacency from Ruiz? A hundred percent. But at the same time, he probably had the longer camp. He also was kind of bragging to people he had a great camp beforehand. Uh-huh. He was also saying that, you know, he celebrated his birthday a month before or uh-huh. a few weeks before seems, before he gets into camp. Seems like he'd maintain that, but he, no, he'd have 30 days for no, exactly. birthday celebration. I think he got a bit too excited over the Snickers sponsorship and just ate a bit too much oh, and just yeah. ain't gained weight. And, you know, this guy, when you, some people can't handle fame and which is why, you know, the famous guys of the world and, and the guys that are able to make it out and not go crazy and, you know... You've got to give credit. You've got to give credit. Look at I Anthony. mean, talk to me about um, the performance from AJ. I know you mentioned um, everybody said that he would lose. And I have to say, while I was out there, a lot of people were saying he's going to lose, mm. um, even more so off-camera. Yeah. Um, but I would also say that, um, you know, a lot of people were kind of saying, look, the adjustment he needs to make 
will he be able to do so in such a short time? That was the time? biggest question. So talk to me about those adjustments that were okay. quite visible. What, how did you uh, see it? I, I saw... How would you rate it out of 10? Um, realistically, 10 being absolutely amazing, best mm. boxing ability, I'll probably mm. give him about a 7. Okay. Um, purely because of the fact that everyone thought he was going to knock him out and go mm. for the wild cards. And, you know, go. Joshua's really good at throwing in the pocket big blows like we saw mm. what happened with Pavet King with mm-hmm. you know he was you know rattled at the start of the fight because he got a bit too complacent and that was the kind of start of yeah. you know the, the, the kind of opening and the weakness mm. shown of Joshua mm-hmm. and I think Ruiz kind of preyed on that and, and, and other things as well but um, in terms of him being in the pocket and compared to how he was in the fight he was boxing long and dare I say this but I don't think that is just that performance is just made up of a Rob McCracken masterclass. I believe that is Klitschko. Man's got the conspiracy all theories out there. Yeah? Long. That is <laughs> Vladimir Klitschko at his absolute. So you think it's Vladimir finest. Klitschko or Jonathan Banks? Jonathan Banks, which okay. is Vladimir Klitschko. And, yeah. you know, that's got him written all over it. Look at the way he was boxing, the kind of bobbing around, kind of the mind games. Mm. Interesting. That was pure Klitschko written all over it in terms okay. of when he asked him, what's the strategy to beat me? Mm. That's That reminded me of backing, when was the fight? 2016, 2017? 2016, 2017? 2017? With, with who? Klitschko uh, and Joshua. Klitschko and Joshua. When, yeah, you know, uh, Vladimir was saying, you know... 2017, yeah. He was like my little bro. You know, mm. the kind of, what's going on? What's the mm. strategy? You know, you mm. got me last time, but you might not get me this time. And, mm. you know, okay. I, I kind of listened to that. I listened to a few other, you know, podcasters and, and, uh, and personalities speaking about the fight. Yeah. You know, nobody thought Joshua would box that way. And this is why they were quite surprised. And, you know, I really like this new adaptation of Joshua and being able to really surround himself and, and, and immerse himself in the environment which mm. which kind of leads me to go on and think this guy has you know had limited amateur experience mm-hmm. was always thrown in the deep end always yeah. learning on the job and the one mm-hmm. time he slips up you know you know the light his kind of livelihood and status and legacies at risk here and he was able to kind of say he can do it he was humiliated yeah. in New York let's not get this with he was of very course. humble and he was obsessed kind of like Klitschko which I think Klitschko was written all over this mm. and I think if I can say to, just to, to, to add there and I think when you focus on the New York loss one the location you know making your debut in the Absolutely. States obviously getting knocked down four times and eventually being stopped by the ref I can half see why I think some people have been I do think it's overcritical. that's why I even think it's to be fair I think even 7 out of 10 is a bit harsh but I do think but it's, you're still being positive um, I think the people that are really criticising him saying oh he just ran he just boxed I think the first thing you have to understand is Joshua had one job in my opinion and that one job was to regain those belts and become a two time world champion no, for anybody to kind of say oh you know he should have knocked him out yes there's an argument for that because he got knocked out um, but there's also the argument to say well he should have just run it back in New York it de- doesn't happen but the main thing is they've agreed to get into the ring together so on that basis um Joshua needed to use the tools that he has to be able to sort of get the victory. And I think we all would have said in the first fight, what he should have done is stay behind the jab. I think in the first fight, if he had stayed by the jab, behind the jab a bit more, he maybe could have got the knockout. And the reason I say that is, you know, in the first round of this fight in, in, in the rematch, Joshua landed a big right, you know, immediately cut Ruiz. Unbelievable. Um, half short, kind of buckled Ruiz, his legs. Ruiz was shocked. Ruiz was shocked. I think was more than back. even the knockdown punch even in New his, York, even right? His sides, even, his, even his corner were looking like, oh my God, mm. what's happening here? We, we, we got a bit too excited. Um, you say that, but you could see Rubles was pissed off. I'm sorry, you could see Manny Rubles. They know, and, you know, I, st- I, I spoke to a couple of sources within the camp and they were saying, look, you know, they, closer to the fight, they're saying, you know, they start seeing he's not training, he's not doing this. And I think sometimes, even now, we look back, there were some signs about what's being said. 
you know, I introduced, I interviewed the nutritionist. Yeah. Um, and even yes, what he's you saying, yeah, you know, yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, I'm out here plugging the interviews, guys. Making sure on, you subscribe to that YouTube, raps. Facebook, you and all get of this that. Anywhere else? Don't, don't know. Um, but yeah. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So from my perspective, um, I. I think now we look back, it's signs, but I think we've got to give credit to Joshua. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't is a hate. And, and I, I read on the in the group, I forgot his name, and you know, shout out whoever he is. Mm. Um, but he put in the he, he put in the chat and shared that you know why are British, why is it just a British thing to not be behind their own and back their own? We've been screaming for a heavyweight champion since the hey even before hey mm. you know uh, the Lennox Lewis days you know the, the, even Tyson you can argue Tyson Fury is a great Brit but mm. you know he's a very controversial Brit but in terms of having a clean hearted in terms of looking at the sponsorship aspect and the mm-hmm. kind of in society yep. we've got someone in Joshua who, who who stayed hungry stayed humble in his brand mm-hmm. set up things done things the right way the bad path bad exactly. boy done all that and is now you know making such a great living and, and boxing in such an emphatic fashion like he's done the knockouts he's mm. done all of this and you know if he doesn't win which is like I've said before it's it's a bit of trouble for British boxing who's the next heavyweight to come through which is why heavyweights is probably arguably one of the most attractive I weight mean, classes, a, if I, not the attractive I mean, weight I mean, class in, in, in boxing. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, shout out. Um, so I met a good connect out there, Boxing Talk with Addy. Um, he recently done a video saying out, um, it's the best division. I probably wouldn't say it's the best or strongest. And the reason I would say that is purely because we're not going to see a lot of guys fight each other. Um, but I think if you're looking at quantity, there is a good cream. And I think actually, if I was somebody like the Sour Lands, hint, hint, I would be focusing Callum. on, you know what I mean? Nisei, <laughs> um, um, I would be saying... Uh, my strategy would be, you know what, for the next 2020, my focus would be to doing a World Boxing Super Series heavyweights with just the fringes. The key thing I would do... Like, like the franchise belt on the line or something is, like is, that. And but, it probably won't be a franchise belt, but essentially what you're saying, yes, an IBO, a belt that but Maurice, is well, would, would something... Would the back it, though? I don't think... I don't, that's what I'm saying. I think an IBO, potentially, do you know what I mean? Um, but WBO, IBO, bro? But, it's, but these guys, I'm talking about Hergovic, a Majidov, um, a Joe Joyce, uh, maybe even a Dubois, maybe an Ajagba. No, those guys... Very they could take the IBO because at least that strengthens their half position to try and get a title shot. No, no, Do you know no, what I mean? No, and if you're no, one of the other champions, you can fight one of these guys and it's an entertaining fight. But I think for the World Boxing Super Series, I would say, look, how can they align with some type of body to just put a belt on the type, whether it's a super, even if it's WBA super, uh, Manuel Charles, a WBA super champion in the heavyweights. When was the last time you watched him fight? When was the last time he was even mentioned no, against a credible course. opponent? So, yeah, I the think... The tournament, if, nah, the heavyweight tournament would be fantastic. I think it would be I fantastic. Mean, um, especially in the you, UK soil. <laughs> this guy in the no UK. No zone, none of that. But, I mean, talking about that, with um, Sky Sports, um, obviously you bought a pay-per-view. you think they did good business over this fight? Um, I think it was unbelievable business. I think I watched IFL TV and, and Eddie Hearn said it was between 1.2... To mm. 1.1 million buyers, so 25 pounds. Do the maths, it's around 30 million pounds. Yeah, um, that is, I think, it's good. Isn't it? Break, I heard it broke the, re- I, I heard it broke it. So, I mean, I can see, I can under when you think about it, I can understand why because of the timing 9 p.m. UK time. Very few people are going to watch it in Saudi on a, a Saturday. Exactly. People were doing the shows, bot park, there was a lot of parties, right? It. There was a lot, there was, there was one even around here. But it, near the studios um, there was one in Shoreditch there was so many big events going on for Joshua because they thought this is the actual it this is mm. the end of Joshua this is Joshua's last dance and <laughs> he struck up if you heard what he was listening to my Nigerian people you heard the song he was coming out to Fella. that is called Fella Kuti Water No Gets Enemy <laughs> that is about 
power okay. and standing up for yourself and, mm. and standing up for what's right and what you believe in and what's yours, which is why, you know, he he did that. And, yeah. you know, Adam Adam Smith was playing on that saying he spent some time in Nigeria and, you know, becoming, not born again as such, but, you know, he's very showing his religious side. He's really showing that he's being back into his roots. And, you know, for those who believe in religion, don't. He's, you know, he's finding his faith and he's going to get back to himself being humble, which is back to his brand of, mm. you know, staying humble and, trying to get back to his roots to get to and fight for people when people say and you know when I said in the show a couple of a couple of weeks back or when I called in and said about the Ruiz fight and saying that you know Ruiz got the whole of Mexico mm. we've got to remember Joshua has the whole of Nigeria um, behind him Joshua mm-hmm. has the whole of the UK if anything all the casual market mm, depending these, on this guy so yeah. we look at the pressure and both you know they, they both had a lot to lose here and, and Joshua more but you know he really handled that pressure well and mm-hmm. kind of excelled to where he needed to go and, and boxed unbelievably but shout out to Mr. Banks mm-hmm. and Klitschko is probably giving him the advice and Rob McCracken and really really I really what I, what I liked about AJ was the fact that he allowed McCracken to front it mm-hmm. and be the head coach but also implement new ideas he also was open to having sparring partners mm. like Andrew Tabiti mm-hmm. that was when I heard he was in the camp or, or, even though the other guys were there but I thought mm. Tabiti because he's got the Mayweather hands mm. and Ruiz if you look at the way he boxes and how he uses his hands it's, mm. it's similar to the Mayweather gym and how they do things and yeah. being able to mimic that and have that for the long 12 to 15 week camp that he had was you know I think that was a I real mean, real blessing and obviously stars. shout out Timothy uh, Mayhem Motem um, interviewed him um, great interview. He spoke about you know um, him like really trying to get into Joshua's camp um, to 100%. be a sparring partner, um, and I think you could see it, it they, from a from a brotherhood perspective. Um, they were really sort of close. They all formed the bond. Um, you can see that again with Tabiti, Brian Jennings. So um, yeah, I think look, Joshua did what was necessary. I also like the fact Angel Fernandez got brought into the gym for me, um, and I want to speak about this also for the. Um, uh, Dillian White fight. I think it's good to start seeing a new crop. Um, I think, look, the boxing game, in terms of having true teachers of the skill set of the fight uh, game, there are few and far between. So I think you get a lot of the coaches nowadays that have their own methods, their own processes. Um, I think the key thing is someone like an Angel Fernandez, someone like an IQ, Xavier Miller, who I'm going to speak about next, um, them being brought into the highest level and and bring a success, I think, really is a testament to what they're trying to do. Um, and hopefully, over time, they can mix it in. You know, the likes of Buddy McGurk, 100%. John David Jackson, Virgil Hunter. You know, what I mean, um, Bo Mack, A lot of these of uh, Floyd Mayweather's. A lot of these older coaches, they can start combining. But yeah, for me, I think overall, you know, if I rated Joshua's performance out of ten, I think if I'm going to be honest, I'll give it a nine purely because of the doubters. He wasn't to know. Okay, Ruiz. fair. You're nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, but <laughs> I think because he, I would have said probably eight because I still saw the, some flaws. I think in 100%. terms of being hit, um, I think you could also argue that you know we didn't see the best Ruiz or a better Ruiz. Um, but Joshua but that's wasn't a Ruiz to know that. problem. That's what I'm saying. Joshua <laughs> wasn't to know that he had to come in, get the job done. He was being written off, and he was gonna employ a tactic which a lot of people felt he couldn't. And to be fair, he done it down to the T, even when he got caught inside, okay, he might have pushed Ruiz off and, and ran to the other side of the ring, but guess what? It doesn't allow them to engage. So no, hopefully course. over time, you might see him perfect it. Personally, um, I want to see the knockouts. Um, no, no, of course. But at the same time, he had, too he, much to lose, man. he had one job yeah, to do, to and lose. it was to get 
to bring the belts back. So for me, um, I'm cool with that. Um, moving on, um, Dillian White, um, great news Saturday morning. Um, we big, got the news. Big. You Shout can't... out to everyone that was saying Dillian White was a drug abuser um, based on his, his his history and whatnot. And, you know, it just shows that silence is key. Yeah. Uh, and, and nothing is said until it's done. And shout out to all the boxing fans saying Dillian White should be banned. And, you know, the WBC, I think they've been absolutely, totally unfair. I think next year, if he's not demanded and summoned to have his world title shot after the Wilder's Fury outcome, I think the Hearns, Matchroom, Perform, all the other people in boxing and all everyone should come forward to put pressure on Maurizio Solomon and the WBC to, mm. to give this guy the, the shot. You know, as they said, they remained loyal to the WBC. Mm. Whether it was tactical or not, they've still remained loyal to a governing body mm. with the promise of being able to get the WC belt, yeah. the WBC belt. Yeah. And the WC, the BC belt is, you know, it's the, probably the most kind of prestigious belt out of them all. Mm-hmm. The Muhammad no, Ali belt, exactly. as they like to call it. And, you know, I just think it's such a disjustice. Every time he has an opponent, every time someone's put in front of him, he wins. Mm. He gets the W, whether it's nice or not. And this guy's haven't had an even more limited mm. amateur and professional background than AJ. Yeah. Um, in terms of just access oh, to the top. from kickboxing. Exactly, the top training. People didn't realise that he had an MMA background. He really fought... And, you know, he's doing a lot to get himself to the level and he's mm. got a great team around him. He's recruited an unbelievable world-level coach who yeah. is, I believe, one of the most underrated coaching Mark boxing. Tibbs. In, in Mark Tibbs. Yeah. Even though people take the piss out of him quite a lot. He's quite he's a, a funny good, a, I like geezer. <laughs> Shout out to Tibbsy. Yeah. Uh, you interviewed him, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Shout exactly, out to yeah, I was exactly. him. I was cracking up at that when I saw <laughs> the, the shiny gnashes. Go ahead. Yeah, Dillian's unbelievable. <laughs> but, you know, shout out exactly. to Mark and you know, bringing into the new year, mm. I really hope to see a shot mm-hmm. or I hope if the belts get scattered mm-hmm. and they vacated, yeah. I hope to see Dylan White collect one of the belts next year. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, um, you know, and, I, and I'll say, look, when and, and a lot of people over the years, especially this year, you know, you get people coming on and say, oh, you need to be overcritical. I think for me, you have to say um, in, in regards to Dylan White, I think until you have certain evidence, I think it's hard to really not even throw a man on the bus it's really hard to comment um, I think what Hearn or White was saying wasn't unfair if there's a legal situation there's a case pending then it, they need to be silent you can't speak on it um, and I'm going to be honest also Dillian White probably isn't a man that if you give it the wrong type of energy if it's proven to be incorrect like now he's, he's the type of guy that might just step to you and just be like what was you saying um, and why would you no, say stuff cool. with kind of, without any proof so I mean look I'm not saying that that should hold you or make you hold but your tongue but I think you've got to be realistic so um, what I will say with um, Dillian White is is that I don't think we can underestimate how much it affected him because like if you check all his social media posts since that till Same now thing. it's been like a lot of training it seems like he's been very active but actually if you really deep it um he, it's it's been affected him. He came in overweight, um, and Mark Tibb said something which was which was very true. And I think we shouldn't underestimate his mindset. He showed the right mindset to allow to to, to come and agree to that fight and actually last the test. And for Whack, I said it before. I said, look, Whack, he's going to be up for it. He was he, he, he was so There's for me. Um, I think Dillian White definitely needs a title shot next year. I mean, I'm still even sitting here thinking, and it's a shame because he's not ranked with the other bodies, but it's a shame that even a Usyk and a Chisora will get a title shot before Dillian White. Sad. I think the problem you're just going to have, unless Dillian White maybe signs to a PBC, which I'm not advocating him to do, no. I'm just saying, 
I just don't see how you're going to be able to force Wilder to take that mandatory um, over the Fury fight, which is probably going to happen maybe not in February, but between February Mar- and May. May, I think May. I think the date is May. So I, just, I, 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 I feel for him, man. But I think, you know what? He signed off 2019 in good fashion. And I think, you know, I think 2020, um, Hearn and, 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 and his team need to have a conversation and say, look, What's the best route? Um, and let's let's try and get it. So, what was but, your but question though? Question yep. really quickly before we move on to the other subjects. We have mm-hmm. more calls up to cause. But um, do you think there will be a number of defamation of character suits to the media, to the press, to all the kind of I mean, controversy? It depends. I think it depends because I don't know. You know, Thomas House is the big one. Eddie Hearns mentioned it, but let's be honest. Um, how can can you do that overseas? You know, is Thomas House is based in the US. Does he want to spend the money? Does he want to spend the money? Does True. he want the energy, the time? Um, even like, like you said, it's even just being updated on on the case that's pending. Um, I think what you'll probably see is a lot of guys will just get restricted access, um, especially for his fights. And I think you might see him. You know, like you know, you know, I love Dylan White, but he can he knows how to. He's not a bully, but he knows how to put you no, on edge. If he, you know come I mean? on, Dylan White is, a, is right. a temporary bully, man. When you're fighting him, he's gonna bully right, you, especially in that sense. So um, the mind so games are crazy. Mind games are crazy. So for me, I think um, yeah, you were definitely probably, probably going to see bits of that. Um, but no, yeah, I think for me, um, it's a good look. Um, so just gonna before we start opening up the calls, Eubank Junior interim WBA title. Um, I mean, look, everyone's being a slightly critical, which I definitely get. Um, You've got, in my opinion, you do have to say to yourself, look, at the end of the day, he wasn't to know Korobov's shoulder was going to do what he did. No, of course. And, and he went why, into why the fight. St- why are you still criticising Chris for? Well, it annoys me because, look, this guy has done... You've got to respect this guy because, look, he was with the matchroom, guys. Mm. They decided that, look, we don't really like the way you've been treated. We don't mm-hmm. really like for political reasons or mm. whatever reasons. We don't feel that our relationship's working together. Yeah. Um, so they parted ways. They went with... I forgot his name. Is it Richard or the ITV promoter? Oh, it's really, it's just BBC. Um, they, BBC. Went P- they went with PBC. Yeah. Um, and they seem to be doing well. We got put into the the, the, the Super Series. He got mm. paid a huge payday, probably one of was, his biggest paydays yeah. to date for losing. Um, they it was knew independent that was, at that time. It was afterwards. Yeah. It was after the after the W after losing to Groves, that's when he signed with PBC. But he was with ITV before when he won the IF, IBO. One off deal. It was yeah. a uh, sorry, yeah. yeah. It was a one off deal. Mm. You know, when when everyone heard of ITV, they were saying, "What? what Why is he going on ITV yeah, and complaining exactly. about the, the the fee for the?" for the pay-per-view yeah. he's gone all that way he's done everything his way without the Eddie Hearn without the Dezoe without the backing and just pure him being a self-promoter can you argue that Chris Eubank Jr. should be not Anthony Joshua level but he should be a way bigger athlete and kind of star mm-hmm. and bring way more to British boxing than what he currently does absolutely yeah, absolutely but You've got to rate the guy. He did what he had to do in the ring. It wasn't his fault. And onwards and upwards for him. And I hope to see him actually get a, a title that not it's not accredited because the IBO is a massive accreditation mm-hmm. and big governing body. But I would like to see him get the more socially accepted belts, mm. the WBCs, the WBAs, and seeing him. You know, I want to see him with that Smith fight. I want to see him at the top levels. And yeah. you know, he's, I mean, I think he's going to do Charlo. I think the Smith, oh yeah, yeah, straight because away. of the match room. I think, Straight and I, I like that fight personally. I think if they can get that fight, Eubank's done. style is entertaining. Whether mm. you like him or not, senior, junior, for whole shebang, you want to watch it. Yeah, and um, I think also on that card you had Charlo that was headlining. Um, I thought it was good um, to get him. Um, get get them both on the same card. They both kind of got um, reasonable performances, uh, more so Charlo. I think you're looking at seeing those guys fun, kind of come together. 
2020. Just want to quickly take it back um, onto the Dillian White, um, Xavier Miller, big up IQ Boxing, um, based out of Neesden, um, represents uh, or coaches a lot of fighters like Super Youssef. Again, I want to just talk about Dillian White and the testament of the type of person he is. He had IQ Xavier, who's sort of, you know, self-starter. Mm. He's been in the boxing game a long time, but yes. he's not one of the most known box coaches, but I think his technical game is of a high level. Dillian White started working with him briefly on light things. He said, I would like you to come into the camp. That's helping... Dillian, um, I think that's helping Xavier with his portfolio yeah, profile. Definitely. Um, he's working with Tibbs. You could see that they had good banter amongst them. Also, oh, a man like John Harden Jr., Pesta. John his story, Harden Jr., you know what the I mean? realest you look at of his them stories, all. Right? You the look at his story and you look at where he's got to, even if you say to yourself, wow, man was proper. Like, I, I can tell you, see the access. See the access. That's what I'm saying, bro. You see the access for the Saudi Arabia trip. But I'm telling you, it was no joke. Even to the point where they didn't even want to let Sam Watson in the ring. So that you got to understand crazy. the security level Shout were high because Sam. you're talking about the whole Saudi Arabian family being there. So like it was very, very high, highly restricted access. But listen, it was all good. Um, I think from my perspective, um, Dylan White shows that he's a man of the people because he's given these guys opportunities. Took it and he took time. Even when I saw him in the morning, I could tell he was pissed off, but he still gave me a bit of time for the interview. So listen, we're going out to the calls. Um, guys, is, once the calls start piling up, we are going to do one-rounders. So one-rounders means you will get up to three minutes to make your point. Three and, people, not ten. And and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So if I do have to cut you when, I, when you hit a ding, 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 ten seconds left, don't take it personally and make sure you call in again. But for those that we're about to answer the calls to, listen for, looking forward to hearing your uh, comments on boxing this week. But do not forget, everybody that's listening, past, present or future, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like that Facebook book and tell everybody, tell a friend to tell a friend, Raps on TV, fans talking boxing. So we're going to go out to 488-488. Hello. Hey, KJ. Hi, guys. It's uh, Dave Johan, Boxing Voice. How are you? Okay? Yeah, Hello. Good. How you doing, good Dave? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll keep it fast. Normally, I talk along for, for a while. Oh, um, you got one round. Oh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first of all, great footage from yourself, mate. That was absolutely uh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, in regards to AJ, um, I'm going to score him a 10. If yeah. I'm being wow. totally honest, that's okay. one of the best nice. performances. I've seen from AJ. It was absolutely. I know it was missing the knockout, but what mm -hmm. brilliant uh, AJ two point um Vladimir Klitschko esque type performance he put on. Mm -hmm. He boxed really well. He stuck to a game plan. Shame on Andy Ruiz. Um, fooled fooled the world by saying he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. When I spoke to Eddie Hearn a few weeks ago, he was saying, "Look, uh, Andy Ruiz should be releasing a, um, a book for Christmas as to how he's lost the weight." And you know, come the way in two eight three, it was absolutely disgraceful. To be fair, didn't take it seriously. Yeah. And AJ. You know, great fights await him. To be fair, it was it was a masterclass, a boxing masterclass. Yeah, no, right. I think I think that's a, that's a good point that you made there in terms of um, the the mind games. He totally fooled us. Um, just talk to us about um, Ruiz's. How would you rate Ruiz's performance on the night, regardless? Absolutely awful. I mean, I um, had a fight party. Uh, oh, nice. Put it this way: had to, got, got a bit, <laughs> yeah, got, got got a bit messy, so I had to watch it again um, <laughs> on the. Uh, on the Sunday, and I'm mm -hmm. still recovering now, but I, I didn't give him a round. I gave him no rounds whatsoever. Really? I think yeah. he was awful. Yeah, the the ring was bigger. I felt that the ring, I mean, you saw it yourself in the flash, didn't you, Kojo? Yes. I, I think it was a, a massive ring. Mm -hmm. um, Joshua Huge. used it to his, his advantage with uh, chasing him around the ring, and Andy Ruiz just didn't get out of first gear. He was he was awful. Pedestrian. Stagnant. Stagnant. 
not not very good to be fair. Um, I I gave unanimous decision one twenty to yeah. uh, oh. uh to, Joshua, I did not give him one round. Did you guys give him any rounds? Um, I gave him a couple of rounds, but I'm keen to ask you about the... Uh, I'm assuming you watched this and streamed it legally on Sky Sports. What did you make of the commentary? I felt it was quite biased, but what was uh, well, 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 this is the thing. When we had our fight party, um, it was Sky Sports, and it was a bit biased, and then I watched it again on Design commentary. And Design commentary, I think, I can't remember which round it was, they were having a pop at some of the Sky presenters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Questioning their, their journalistic integrity. That was the word that came out. However, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it, it's, pro- it's probably hard for the guys, you know. I mean, they, they see Joshua as a, as a friend. It's hard. I get that. It's similar to when Harry Carpenter said, get, get, get him, my son, I think, or get him, Frank, when it was Frank Bruno versus uh, Tyson in their, in their first fight. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it's hard. I get that. It's very, very difficult. Um, not going to criticise why they did it, mm-hmm. but I understand why they were criticised. No, of course, totally. What did you make of uh, Hunter and Povetkin? That was a very, uh, you know, I've had mixed. What would you, what'd you make of it? That was a great fight. To be fair, Hunter boxed mm-hmm. boxed well. It was a uh, it was it was a bit closer than what uh, it was. Quite close, wasn't it? Um, oh, exactly. but I think Hergovic's fight. Yeah, I, I like the Hergovic fight. To be fair, yeah, I think that was a that exactly. was a good fight. One to watch for. Um, I think that guy's going to be yeah that that guy's going to be a beast. Um, yeah. You know, in, in days to come. But excellent footage from yourself. Um, Cheers, no, you know, it that. was a shame. Um, I couldn't be there, but it was good. Definitely, definitely. Listen, so I'm gonna we're gonna move on. Are you at the next gen show next week? I'm going to be Ultimate Boxer six and trying to get out for the uh, for the next gen show. So I'll catch up with you either Def- one of those, mate. Definitely, we look forward to seeing you, brother. All right, cheers. Take care. Take care. Cheers. Move Take it. care. Cheers. Moving out to anonymous. I think this is Unks. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Uncle. GB. All right, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, We're doing good. The We're fan doing good. favorites back. <laughs> we, we did it again. We did it again, baby. <laughs> Like Muhammad Ali, <laughs> my, oh, my, oh, my, Anthony Olufe, Olufemi, Olufemi, Nigerian nightmare. <laughs> the Nigerian nightmare, that's the first time for that. What did you make of the so, fight? Look, um, guys, I think it was um, an excellent technical boxing performance, which is what I was expecting and I was looking for. Mm. Uh, he shot up his critics. Um, one of you said a bit like Klitschko. I think it was a mixture of Klitschko, uh-huh. a bit of Lennox Lewis, a bit of Muhammad Ali and Larry Holmes. And I think with this kind of style, he's maturing now as a boxer. It actually makes him more difficult to beat going forward. Oh, yes. Because I, I now am more confident in him in the fight against uh, Deontay Wilder. Because mm, he may okay. need to use different attributes, mm. just because of um, Wilder's one-trick pony power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think that was um, excellent. Um, so I'm, you know, I gave it a seven point five stroke eight, mm-hmm. but then I'm a I'm a harsh judge. Yeah. Um, he didn't need to knock the guy out. I mm. mean, when you go mano a mano with a Mexican, you're asking for trouble. Mm. Mm. Even Azuma Nelson didn't always go mano a mano when he fought Mexican. Yes, yes. You know? Yeah. So, so he, he did what he, he was supposed to do. Um, I wanted to touch on Dillian White. 
Yes, I'm not ahead. a fan. I'm not a fan of uh, Dylan, but I do respect him. Yes. Okay. Um, in terms of the whole controversy, mm -hmm. I really don't know because I still think there's a lot we do not know. And I'm not sure. I don't think it, it's been handled very well. You have to feel for him because he keeps going through all these fights and he does deserve a title shot. But I don't think he's going to get one until 2021. Yeah. I, hear you. Man, man, I, I think Joshua is going to be tied up with his mandatory. Yeah. I think um, um, Deontay Wilder is tied up with Tyson Fury. I understand after the next fight in February that there's a, I believe there's a rematch clause. Yep, yep exactly. Should, well. so, Just, should Fury win as a rematch so, clause? Yep. Yeah. So I think they'll have a trilogy. Mm. So, you know, um, and, you know, and I'm not, um, because you might be thinking, I don't want to say anything controversial on dealing. Because no, no. He, he might he might come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for real. <laughs> oh, 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 well, maybe his brother Big Dean may come over. Exactly. No. But yeah. I, I think that, you know I think they're good guys. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I I wish him the best. I mean, he's he's improved himself as a boxer. Yeah. Um, I I think he needs to be careful about putting on too much weight. Mm. That was the one negative. Mm. Um, it, it was understandable in the circumstances, but yeah, you know, I think uh, that's a good. That's that's. No, Uncle. He, he doesn't. And then uh, one other point. Um, you guys did talk about Comey and Lopez. That, that is on the list. Be... Give us, give us your <laughs> thoughts. Give I want to hear yes, your thoughts please. on that. Please, the floor is yours. Uh, well, I, I've been watching Lopez, and I know he's dangerous. And Comey is a good fighter. Yeah, of course. Being an African, uh, um, and uh, I, I have to go for uh, hope for Kome. Mm -hmm. But I do think Lopez is dangerous. Yeah. And um, I I know Lopez is motivated because if he wins this fight, he gets his wish, which is Lomachenko. Yeah. You know, so that lightweight division is very interesting. Yeah. But for me, the cream of the crop at lightweight is not Lomachenko or whatever he calls himself. Mm -hmm. It's the tank himself, Javonta David. Now he's there. Yes. So, Uncle, appreciate. That, no, definitely. And listen, Uncle, thank you very much for the call. Um, as you know, he's fighting Gamboa um, late December, so hopefully we'll get to hear your points on that in the new year. But thank you again for calling thank in. You very much. We've got to move to the next caller, but again, appreciate the support as always, Uncle. No problem. Cheers. Well done. Thank Take you. Care. Cheers. Bye bye. Nine eight five, nine eight five. Mr. Appia, how you doing, sir? Oh, here we go, Mr. Appia. How are we doing? How are we doing? Yes, yes. We're doing good. Hello, how, mate, are you doing? how are you? Yeah, I'm all good, fellas. Thank you very much. I'm all good. All good. All what's, good. What's on your mind? Uh, um, yeah, listen. Fantastic win by Anthony Joshua. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got a couple of questions for you, boys. Um, yep. Who would you like to see Anthony Joshua fight next? And uh, where does Andy Ruiz go from here? Um, it asks to your question, first of all. Uh, Anthony Joshua, great performance. Who do I want him to fight next? I think in terms of testing his boxing ability and how we're talking about this new reform, the new life of Joshua, I think Usyk would be a great matchup for him. Um, yeah, I agree with you. At that top 100%, level. Mate. Um, Usyk yeah. would be really good and that would really test Joshua's boxing skill. And especially as he's not after the power, he knows he can knock out. He's now trying to see what how he can really outsmart a boxer and you know beat them in that way. And Usyk's a tactician. 
Um, yeah. We saw the way he broke down Bellew, not suggesting at all Joshua Fight is going to put up a fight like Bellew did, even though he put up a great one. But it'll be interesting to yeah. see how Joshua is able to kind of transform his body and, and change his movement and, and strategize over someone who's smaller, more compact, and, and, and the tactician in Usyk. But in um, Usyk, you say Usyk, yeah, yeah, Usyk. In terms of yeah. in terms of how he's able to fight, and for Ruiz, commiserations to him. But the next fight I'd I'd like to see is. I'm going to say this in my chest, Chisora. I'd love to see him in Chisora. Yep. I'd like to see him yep. fight uh, either a Chisora or Michael Hunter, an all-American kind of dust-off. Yep. Um, especially if Hunter had that, not controversial draw, but it was not boring. I don't want to see a Povetkin. I think Povetkin's done. He's kind of like the, the test, but yeah, exactly. Derek Chisora, the O2 in London with Ruiz, good a shout. great showdown. Yeah. With a packed undercard. Great shout. And then, yep. question back to you. Um, who would yeah. you like to see uh, Joshua fight next? I'd like to see Joshua fight um, Usyk. I think that would be fantastic. I think if he goes in with a mindset thinking he wants to box, mm -hmm. I do think he'll get beat. Yeah. I think Usyk will outbox him. You know, yeah, that's Usyk's mm -hmm. Usyk thing. You, you're going to try and box him. Like, and Usyk moves well for a big man. Yeah. Right. And Anthony Joshua's going to go in there and try and outbox him. He's going to get beat. Um, so I think that's a fight he could lose. And mm. um, the definitely, yeah. Fascinating thinking about it. Would would really like to see that. Um, but yeah. So yeah. yeah. Wicked. All right. So yeah. and uh, last last, um, I'm going to get your thoughts on um, uh, uh, Ruiz. Um, just a question to you, obviously, when you saw that he was uh, 15 pounds overweight or when you heard that, what was your first thought, truthfully? You're taking the pick, really. I mean, like, like <laughs> yeah. you're, 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 you're taking the pick. Like, you, 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 you know, you show, you show no desire, you know. You, you know, I, 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 I predicted him to win. He mm. let me down. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He didn't. He, he didn't do the donkey work. To, you know, do the donkey work, and then on fight night, do the business. Yeah, train hard, fight easy. Yeah. 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 You're no longer the. You're no longer the prediction king anymore. <laughs> you're no longer. You called no, Wilder. I... Now you flopped on Ruiz. What's going on? <laughs> I've lost that title, bro. <laughs> I've lost that title. Yep, I've lost it. <laughs> yeah, hands up. I've lost it. <laughs> yeah. So listen, no yeah. ways, Daniel. Listen, we're moving to the next just, caller. Just one, yep. more, just yep. one more thing. Go on. One more thing. Listen, um, your coverage over there, first class, mate. Oh, thank you yeah? very much. Right, you want to keep that up, keep covering ground like that, and keep doing more interviews. Because when I'm looking for boxing on YouTube and stuff, yeah. that's what I'm looking for: interviews yeah. to listen yeah. to in my car and stuff. Yeah. So keep. They keep putting it in. Yeah. Nice thank one. you. Keep up the good work. Cheers. Thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. Cheers, matey. Yeah. Appreciate nice. that. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, 816. 816 going out to 816. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, John Harden Jr. in the building. What's good? What's Mr. good, John? You good? Yeah, special guest on the show. <laughs> special caller. Appreciate Mr. that, bro. Harding. What's good? Look up in the sky. The bird is a plane. No flying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're good, we're good. Back back from Saudi, man. How do you enjoy the trip, bro? Ah, Saudi was, whoa, Saudi was refreshing. You know what I mean? Uh, we were treated nice, we were welcomed. 
beautiful environment, just seeing another culture, and you know, just just learning of of uh, you know all the fighters. You know, yeah, everyone was respectable. Every fight I came across, even you know, even AJ greeted us and everything, and uh, just seeing how you know, you know, I'm close with Dylan, so I just love seeing how he he deals with. Uh, fight night, the pressure, the the, the, the media, everything in one. Um, it was just so, so educational, man. Yeah, no, thank you to, for that, and appreciate you calling in to giving your comments. So, uh, just a question for you, um, and if you can, I mean, how excited? Or I say excited, but how happy were the team um, on the Saturday morning when the news came in about the UCAD statement? Oh man, damn! Hey, listen, we we I could have run butt naked around the block. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got my hands up for something, you know what I'm saying? But now we were happy, man. Was that you know? You start seeing, uh, you know, because it was a hard time, man. Coming, I've had deep talks with man. You know, mm. it's something you worked so hard for, and it's about to get taken away, and 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 um, just to just to, and you know, people people turn your back. I see all the comments and the jokes, and you know what I mean, like. Uh, it's so hard in life where you get down and people turn their back on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, felt, I, I felt that feeling, you know what I mean? When I was incarcerated, that type of feeling. So when you now raise yourself up and you start seeing, you know, who's really there for you and, you you, you know, because everyone wants to start running back and celebrating with you and it's like, wow, you know, you got to turn your back. Yeah. And it's similar with Joshua. Now everyone's like, hey, Joshua, hey. But I can remember, you know, when he lost to Ruiz, it was like, Everyone, they didn't, you know, they didn't respect Joshua no more. So, um, it's 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 just a fabulous thing when uh, you you see the reality of uh, the the mentality of the people around you, and it gets you to, to know who's who's really there for you and who's not. Yeah, no, no, that's a that's that's a great point. Um, and also for yourself, I mean, I know we spoke about the Saudi people treating you well, but even just your for you to experience, you know, being ringside more or less, you know, hundred feet from from the corner, um, soaking up all the atmosphere. I saw you living it up in the premium hospitality suite, doing it like a grown folk. <laughs> hey, hey, I was a, I was a prince of Saudi Arabia for for. for for half an hour, man. Oh man, oh man. It was it was wonderful, man. Yeah, nah. You know, um, just being in the corner. You know, the corner is that something different, man. Like if you're a second late with something, it is just absolutely. You know, I can remember being in the corner and looking and saying, "Yo, it seems like dinner's acting a bit different, man." It, you know, I watched dinner close and like he's, he's blinking. He's, he's getting caught with shots that he wouldn't get caught with. Then you know, you're realizing that. Oh damn. You know, you alert one guy and he's like, oh, shit, yeah, let me get ready. And I'm mm. You know what I mean? And it's like yeah. everyone has their part to play in that corner. If you're a exactly. second late with anything, whether it's the bucket, whether it's the water, whether it's the ice, mm-hmm. it can have effect on the fight. So it, 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 was, it, was, definitely, um, it was definitely educational, um, everything, man. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Appreciate that. So listen, John, appreciate you calling in. I know it was just a quick quick one, but thank you very much. Um, as usual, look forward to getting you on the show in the new year. Before we go, just big up, just shout out your social media so keep, people can keep following you. Yo, yo, it's Tech the Superstar. Hit me up on anything, man. John Harden Jr., you'll find me, man. You can't miss me, my people. Perfect. One love. Big yeah. up, bro. What, big Blessings. up. Appreciate that. One uh, love. Uh, so just going out to 408, 408. Hello? Yes, Cole, just your boy, Dean. Yeah. How you doing, Dean? You good? I'm, I'm good, bro. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Hello, we're man. good. We're good, man. How did you find yeah, the good. fight? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. Um, I 
was okay. It was. It, I don't think it's as bad as some people's making out. It was. It wasn't a classic. The first fight was a classic. It wasn't a classic. Mm-hmm. But it was a good fight for me. It was watchable, and I was impressed with AJ. I did have him to win. Mm-hmm. I predicted AJ would win, but I didn't think he would. I didn't think he had that in his locker, mm-hmm. and to do it for twelve rounds as well, I was impressed with him. And he looked strong. He looked light on his feet going into the ninth, tenth, eleventh round. Mm. And I must. Say, I was impressed with AJ. Yeah. It's, it's, it's another thing. He's, it's another side to his game now. He's got in his locker, and I think. Listen, people are saying he's a runner. He's, for me, he will use that style when he needs to. Mm-hmm. More often not, he'll go for the knockout because that's just him. That's his instinct. But when he needs to use that style on a Ruiz type uh, fighter, he will use it. If he fight Dylan White, he'll probably use a similar sort of tactic. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be adaptable. For me, like Wilder, Wilder's a knockout artist. If you're fighting Wilder, you know what he's going to do. He's looking for that one big punch. Mm. So is Wilder you're beating Joshua? Is Wilder beating Joshua, mate? Sorry? Is Wilder beating Joshua? Um, for me, that's a 50-50. Who gets to who first? Yes. If Wilder, if Wilder hits AJ, mm-hmm. it's over. But if AJ gets to Wilder first, it's probably over. Because Wilder's never been in with a puncher like AJ either. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, the, the Wilder-AJ fight for me is a 50-50. Who gets to who first? Nice. And, and that's it, basically. No, I like that. I, that think Fury, a... I, think, I think Fury beats AJ at the moment still. Okay. But yeah. in a year's time, I think Fury beats AJ. It's just a fight say now. But mm. in a year's time, 18 months' time, that's to be a different story. Because the fighter I saw on Saturday night is a fighter, in my opinion, that's getting better. He's listening. He's learning. He's picking up experience. He's picking up knowledge. And in a year to 18 months' time, Fury AJ could be a lot closer than I think it would be at the moment. And Dean, I'm going to go luck because a minute left to the call. Um, uh, Dillian White, how did you find the Dillian White um, performance and how he signed off 2019? Uh, it wasn't a great performance, but mentally, to be honest, I don't think he was there. He's, he's pissed off, you see. He's, he's pissed off at the moment. Yeah. He didn't really train properly, <laughs> but listen, Dillian White's a good fighter. He's going to get himself back in shape. He'll be back next year and Hopefully, the WBC put a thing like and gives him a title shot yeah. after the Fury Wilder fight. Because yeah. he deserves it. It's bang out of order what they've done. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think you're right there. Last 30 seconds, anything else on your mind? Uh, yeah, just ask me, how was your trip to Saudi? How was it? Oh, brother, it was, I can't lie to you, it was good. Um, definitely 30 seconds won't cover it, but I would say, listen, for everybody or anybody that's listening, for Riyadh, I can't talk about the whole country, but for Riyadh as a whole, don't believe what you hear. The development there is on a next level. Um, went out for a wicked meal. Like So in terms of food is level, nice level. Um, people are friendly. Um, everything's easy. Um, safety in terms of crime. I, you know, I didn't feel any sort of hostility at all. I'm going to be real. Um, I was walking around um, all type, types of hours of the morning, for whether it's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., um, by myself, in groups, um, and it was cool. So, um, yeah, I would definitely say, look, look out for Riyadh people. Um, they're trying to be the next Dubai. I can't talk about their human laws, human rights law stuff. I'm not an expert on that, but I will say that for my trip, nothing but positivity. Yeah. Nice one. Thank you very nice much. I hope, I hope there's many more events there. Definitely. I think there will be. So moving on to 830. 830. Hello. Yes, yes. Yes. Mr. Is that Xavier? What's going on? How are you? How you doing, bro? You good? All good. Good, good, good. Appreciate you coming on to the show. So um, I guess, look, um, for guys that they would have heard me earlier, I was actually speaking about you and saying that, you know, it's really positive that... Dillian's, you know, brought somebody like yourself into his ca- yes. training camp. It gives you, you are, you're an experienced coach, but it gives you even great experience, you know, coming out to Saudi, working with D- Dillian, who's turning into 
you know, surely a world-class fighter. Um, I guess I just want to come back to, I've, I've got a few interviews with yourself, um, but just talk to me now. We're back in the UK. You're back home with your fighters. How did you find the whole the, the whole Saudi Arabian experience um, in general, in, in terms for the fight and training and everything like that? Yeah, I think I think the whole uh, you know the whole trip. I think the way Matchroom set everything up, it was very very professional. Um, you know, in in terms of dates, um, you know, it was we got treated well. You know, everywhere we went, mm-hmm. um, whether it's for the weigh-in, whether it's for you know the press conference, and um, yeah, I was really impressed with how the actual trip went. I mean, everything was like it just ran like clockwork. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, good. And um, from a perspective of um, obviously Dillian, um, got to interview him afterwards. Um, you saw, um, uh, he, he, you know, he, if we're going to be honest, we saw a bit of a clip of him punching a hole in the wall yeah. in the changing room. <laughs> um, again, that that just kind of highlights the frustration. But you know, we spoke to John Harden. From your perspective, how happy were you to hear the news about UCAD clearing him of any wrongdoing um, over these last few months? Yeah, I only just tuned in a couple of seconds ago. You know, just, let me ah. just say what's up to um, what's up to Pest, yeah. uh, John Harden Jr. Yes, um, that's the first time I'd spent a long period with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I've met him before um, and trained with him down at uh, Monster Gym with Dillian and, and Mark Tibbs. Mm-hmm. But a great guy, you know, is uh, a yeah. very positive. Mm. Uh, you know, he's working mm. hard. So shout out to him and shout out to um, Mike Magic Hands as well. Good guy. Yes, yeah. Mr. Yes. Magic Hands. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. So in terms of the UCAD, you, were, you obviously it was exciting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I've spoken to. I mean, I met Dylan about only about maybe two or maybe about three months ago, mm-hmm. and um, I for, after speaking to him, you know, he'd worked so hard to get the position that he got to, that I knew there had to be something wrong. Um, so what we did, we just focused on training. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never talked about that. So when the news came in, mm. it wasn't a shock. Because yeah. I believed him from the beginning, mm-hmm. but, but um, it was just—I just at the time I was thinking that should be a huge weight off his mind before he's about to fight. To hear that news the night before, and then box the next day because already you know it was a bit. And there, there was there wasn't really any consistency with the training camp, obviously because you didn't know where he was going to fight, mm. um, didn't know what was happening with this issue. So to hear that. You know, it was just it was it was it was another thing he didn't really have to worry about going into the fight. Yeah, which was great. Which was so great. I, was, I was very very happy for him. I was you know in my hotel room at the time when I heard about it, just, I was just smiling. I was happy. No, perfect. No, I want we all, we um, all exactly. And so Javi, listen, I know it was a quick call. Um, I was gonna say before we go, do you want to shout out your social media? I'm really looking forward to getting you on the show. But um, for the guys that are listening in the past, present, and future, they can follow you on social media. So do you want to give your Facebook, Insta, or whatever it is you're using. Yeah, I'll give up my Insta because everything else, honestly, it's become too complicated for me. <laughs> I can't use I can't use all the different apps and stuff. So the only thing I'm using Insta and it is uh it's IQ mm-hmm. and it's Xavier Miller, which is X A V I E R M I L L E R. Perfect. Thank you very much. Listen, Xavier, um pleasure meeting you finally and looking forward to getting some of your other fighters. Um do you want to do we spoke about your roster, I'll, I'll name the big ones. You've got Super Youssef. You've got K Prosper and obviously Dennis the Menace will hold me. So um yeah, look forward to sitting down with you and those guys chopping it up in the new year. A hundred percent. And also shout out to um to Dillian, you know. Um he had to deal with a lot, but you know, still got the job done yeah. and we look forward to next year. Definitely. Thank you very much for your call, brother.
Take care. No problem. Take Cheers. care. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thanks. Going to 737. 737. How are you? What's on your mind? Chris, yo, yo, segment, yo, brother. Man. What's going on? What's good? What's good? This is Boxing Talk with Ade. Yes. Hello. What's going on, Mr. What's Ade? How are you doing, sir? I'm gonna, well, let me I, first, let me just start by saying well done on your success. Uh, more success. power to you people. Listening in so far as well, it's been quality. Oh, thank you very oh, much. Very happy Appreciate you that. Doing, man. It's big and and, and you're, you're a vet, so I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two rounds. So you got you got six minutes. Um, Ooh, wow. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. First time right. caller. Corners. And you, you, you represented. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. I, 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 I'll give you the pass on that one. Um, but yeah, bro, just talk to us from your perspective. Um, how you found the Saudi fight week obviously for you it was a I won't say a new experience but it was a it was a new experience for all of us really um talk to us about the fight week yeah. the fight um and before we go we make sure we get your social media details but yeah do you want to expand on that you know a fight week was amazing fight week was amazing um obviously we used to go to shows in London York call O2 and to go to a completely different country where there is no boxing there is not even much sport mm-hmm. it was always going to be an eye opener but we loved it I mean I was with you most times, and we've seen all the fighters walk around just casually yep. in the fighter hotel, and that was a bit surreal being that close with them. Yeah. But um, even the stadium, I mean, that stadium was dirt 90 days ago. Yeah, it's amazing. They built a, they built a 15,000 seater stadium in in what three months, I and that, that's just incredible. Incredible. Um, and, so it but, shows how boxing can stretch out, bro. And what about just I just what about the we speak about the arena, but what about the whole sort of like I'll say the grounds? It was like. It was like a bit of a, it was like a fairground. I don't know if you saw like the big wheel when they had one of these catapult things and all the restaurants. Bro, it was crazy. Right? It was, it was like, like the London Eye Tower thing. Yeah. And that, that they had like, it, it was just crazy. Obviously there was a concert the other day before with Usher. I mean, these people are doing big. They've got big pockets. Yes. But they're, they're just doing good things out there. And I'd love to go back there again. Yeah, I think, I think we will, to be fair. I think you could imagine, especially with AJ winning, you can imagine there's more fights there. Um, yeah. But then talk to us about, um, I guess, fight week. We were both at the weigh-in. We saw £283. You got a ton of interviews as well. Um, some great content, great interviews. Yeah. But in terms of the weigh-in, when we saw that, I mean, what was it going through your mind? Well, I was shocked on both. I can't lie. I was shocked with AJ, 16 stone 13. I've never seen him that small before. Yeah. And for the first time, he acts like a normal guy. I was like, geez, where's all the muscles gone? Yeah. When we stepped on at 283... <laughs> I actually laughed. Okay, I didn't mean yeah. to. I was interviewing someone. I, I just laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "How can this guy yep. seriously be twenty stone four at five foot eleven? Yeah, like you just you're just not serious. You're just not serious." And yeah. I was still scared for AJ because obviously he's a big guy, mm-hmm. but you kind of knew movement wise he's going to be like just non-existent. Yeah, and it was just that's bad for a heavyweight to defend these belts looking like that. Yes, it's just a, a bad slight on the sport. Yeah, and I think you're right on when you when you say that it was. I guess we show it shows the character of Joshua, but for reasons he did kind of let a lot of people down, and I worry for him in terms of where he goes from here because I think when the days start to sort of when it start it starts to sink in that he really ruined his only opportunity um, at, at really milking it. Um, I think it's going to be slightly depressing for him, and I hope not, but I struggle there. So in terms of the fight itself, um, two questions: What did you think of the fight and? Was there any other standout fighter or fight on the night that you uh, would like to talk about? Yeah, the, the fight itself was, was different. Obviously, we're not seeing, we're not used to, sorry, seeing Joshua kind of fight on the back foot, use jab, movement, lateral movement. We're normally used to seeing Joshua be a wrecking machine, basically just go toe to toe with someone, and nine times out of ten he wins. So to see Joshua fight on the back foot, I didn't think he could do it for twelve rounds. He mm-hmm. shocked me. 
Um, but it's good, right? Now we know he's got two, two or three different styles. Yeah. You can't just be a wrecking machine. Not everyone is going to lay down when you land your right hand. Sometimes you've got to do stuff different. And I think that's good when when he maybe he does fight the Usyk's and the Furies and the Wilders of the world mm-hmm. to know that Joshua has got a plan B. Because yeah. he needs a plan B. At the top level, you can't just have plan A. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather had, was a fighter that routinely changed his style over the years. When he got a bit slower, he went defensive. When mm. he was fast, he was very offensive. You've got to change up the style. And I think Shots. it's good to see that Joshua now has one or two, maybe even three different styles going forward. Yeah. Um, as for a fight that impressed me, I mean, I loved... You know, I've got to, Actually, one thing, I've got to, like, respect Marius Vak. Mm, Marius yeah. Vak sh- shocked me. Yeah, I mean, everyone's forgetting about it. Everyone's kind of saying, oh, uh, Gillian White was off, Gillian White was off. Marius Vak is durable. And, like, towards the end of the rounds, I mean, normally, the, like, as soon as a 10-second clapper goes... He was the one that was put on Dylan White. So exactly. um, respect to him because he could have laid down after three or four rounds. But, you know, he gave us a good 10-round fight. Yeah. yeah exactly. And the fans, and you know what, and, and before you, you go on, um, one thing that a lot of people spoke to me about was the atmosphere. And I, what I felt, and I don't know if you noticed this, I said, I felt the fans reacted to the atmosphere, the, the energy of the fight. And I felt Dylan White and Pavetkin Hunter got a good reaction. But, yeah, um, I agree with you. Watch, watch turned up. You know, he, it's the best watch we've seen in a long time. But yeah, the other fight? Yeah, the other fight, Hunter Povetkin. I mean, you've got Hunter, that's a guy that, what, top 15, trying to get into that top 10. And you've got Povetkin now, who's probably, he's almost like a gatekeeper for the top 10. You want to get into that top 10, you've got to beat Povetkin. And I thought it was a good fight. I, I actually had it a draw as well. I had sort of Hunter winning the first few rounds, Povetkin kind of winning the middle rounds. Mm-hmm. And then the kind of final two or three rounds, probably Hunter as well. But that was a great fight. And Hunter proved that. He's legit, but Povetkin also showed that there's a lot left. Yeah. I mean, those guys now against, I don't know, White or Chisora or Hergovic, there's so many good fights in the heavyweight division right oh, now. Exactly. I think there's about exactly. 20 guys that could all match up with each other. So, Ads, let all me ask them, you this. Like, uh, Dubois and Jagba, loads. So, yeah. let me ask you this. Is then, are you calling to Mr. Sauerlin for a tournament for 2020 for an IBO or some type of title um, as such? Yeah, there's got to be. You're right, and that's a good shout about the IBO because Joshua doesn't care about the IBO belt. But some of these other guys might care about it. Hergovic might care about it. He might not be able to get the top five, top six in, but the guys below that, the Kalnakis of the world, the Hunters, he can get those guys in the tournament. Yeah, Yeah, Joe Joyce, who can't get a fight right now. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. So there's about 10 guys he could chuck into a World Boxing Super Series that would all be happy with the money as well. And a fraction I don't of think the they've cost. got yeah, the money. Exactly. That's the problem. But if they can That's get it. the money, yeah. then yeah. And listen, Addy, appreciate you calling in. Um, well, I'm upset to be home, but I want to go back there, man. <laughs> I, tell you, I tell you, I feel a lot of us feel like that already, no man. No more that's drinking. That, that's that seasonal. Uh, that's that seasonal depression. Um, <laughs> but I would just before before you go, I was going to say definitely. Um, I'm going to ask you to shout your number. But I got to say, guys, listen. Um, a lot of you know I've been doing this platform for a while. I'm always out for collaborating with people. You meet people. Um, boxing is a strange circle, but I met Ade probably on a Tuesday. I was like, he overheard me saying, shit, I forgot my mic. He was like, brother, i got a spare mic. Do you want to use it? I said, thank you. This guy let me keep his mic essentially for four days, um, and it helped me massively. So when you're listening to the audio, know that Boxing Talk with Ade supported that. So Shout guys that are listening that. in, that, support him on YouTube. Subscribe if you can. Like his videos. The guy is grafting. And for me, I asked him, can you call the show? And he said, yes. And this is all within a week. So, brother, much respect. Bringing you down to the studio. And anytime you want me to come on your platform, it'll be more than an honour. So, um, pleasure to meet you, brother. So, please shout out your social oh, medias. Man, bro. 
No yeah, problem. social media is ade.oladipo, so O-L-A-D-I-P-O. And don't forget as well, I want my drink. I didn't do all that for free. <laughs> Brother, <want> drink, <laughs> that's, not, that's say no more. <laughs> We're right. going to get that I'll going. I'll give you a drink, Nigel, boy. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> we got that going, brother. So listen, we're going to move on, but thank you very much for calling in. Well done, guys. Thank you. Right, I'll talk, man. I'm still going to listen in. Cheers, Cheers. thank you. appreciate that. So going out to 921. 921. Hello? Hello? Yes. How are you doing? Not too bad. Is that that Dean? Yeah, it's Dean, everybody. Hey, hey thank you. White. How you doing, sir? You good? <laughs> How you guys doing? You okay? No, it's good. Long we're, time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, now we're here. We're back in the UK, live and direct. <laughs> Saudi, you get me? No I'm, wrapping up no one in no yeah. pretzels, though, no? No, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was close. It was close on the plane, man. It was close, but sure I was going to Saudi, I kept it, I kept it self. I didn't want to end up in the... Uh, in the little Saudi jail there. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's funny, bro. I gave, I spoke about how I found about that incident earlier <laughs> on in the show. So like, like I said, on the way back, all day, all throughout the journey, it was just like, Dean, I'm glad you're on my flight. Dean, I'm glad you're on my flight. Mate. Glad to see you, fella. <laughs> no, there was all people on the plane saying, yeah, you better mind out. I don't do a Dean White on you. Hey, listen, it was, it was quite weird down there. It was quite a surreal as well because everyone was like, yes, the hero bowing down and then, yeah. you know, like, we definitely need you on our flight. But um, to be honest, I was really no good to anyone. I was quite tired. I didn't sleep great. I had a little sleep, but, you know, luckily... It was really everyone from Sky to Matchroom and, you yeah. know, the who of who of boxing was yeah, there. So, yeah, yeah. they had a nice flight. Mm-hmm. No um, no one uh, having any form of attacks and exactly. trying to touch the doors. Exactly. If it was anyone in Matchroom or Sky, I'd, I'd have to brush them up equally the same. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You know, I like you, but no, no. no one touches the door on my watch, buddy. <laughs> D- yeah, no, appreciate that. So, Dino, we had fun. It's, it's been, it, it's not intentional, but it's been a, it's been a pro Dylan White show where we've had Javier call in. Okay. John Pester calling and now yourself. Yeah. Um, but I've asked them all the same oh, question. Wow. Um, and I want to ask you, I mean, Saturday morning, you saw the news from UCAD, um, the statement they released and the detail within that statement. Um, just talk to us about how you felt that would affect Dillian going into the fight and how happy you were as a team to hear about that. Obviously, we can't go too, too into it because obviously there's still a little bit of re- uh, legal legalities that are going to go on mm-hmm. because obviously this has been something that's been going on for some months. Obviously, the statement said it best. Obviously, it's been vindicated. The case has been withdrawn. What that means is there's no case to answer. So um, he's innocent. There isn't no um, later punishment or anything. Because you know some of these things, one thing with you, Kat, they don't let you get off the hook. If you've done something wrong, you will be punished. So they've done a thorough investigation and they was happy that, um, you know, the, that, that Dylan didn't do anything wrong and they cleared him and withdrew the case. So saying that, obviously there was a big burden and there was a sigh of relief in terms of, you know, it couldn't have come at a better time. Um, obviously just like, for the case, but a lot of the damage had been done already at two feet old, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, you know, because of turmoil and stress, and um, he's had to. Oh. You saw he came in 19 and a half stone, that's not his natural fighting weight, yeah. And um, obviously, he, you know, he got what I'd call a, an ugly win, mm-hmm. in a pretty lot, yeah. you know what I mean? So, the women's main import thing which was important, but what we had was we had. And Marius Wack, who had been in training camp for like three, four months and was probably the best Marius Wack I've seen in a long, long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he came and brung it. And maybe he noticed 
um, you know, when Dillian got on the scales that he looked a bit heavy and didn't look at his, you know, probably peak tremendous fighting weight or, you know what I mean? Maybe because mm-hmm. he's, he's been in the game a long time and he's a, he's, he's a professional, he knows. Yeah. And he always brings it, always brings, brings it. He's got a granite chin and he brings it, you know what I mean? So that's why we picked him. Um, so do what the hard he noticed on Saturday night. Um, and you know, when Dillian got being overweight, all the stress and everything that had gone on previous was there on show, mm. you know, but there was glimpses of, there was glimpses of nice, cute work in there, but at the same time, you know, his, 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 his normal pumping jab, what he'd normally have, um, the key is what he'd normally go through, it just wasn't there for me, you know what I mean, he seemed a bit flat, um, one one gear kind of in terms of what he was doing, but yeah. you know what, I was happy, got the win, when he came out, you saw he, was, he wasn't too pleased with the performance, he looked, when I spoke to him, he just weren't really happy, and uh, you could tell, but listen, when you move forward, and uh, you know, I talked to him not long ago, literally, and I said, Listen, we need to get busy, man. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is a big year, yeah. a couple more fights, and you're in the mix to fight the likes of uh, Gentry Wilder and whoever is there. But I'm saying, you know, in that performance there, mm-hmm. you know, you still got a, you still got a, you still got a, you know, and he knows he weren't his best, but he knows that at his best, you know, he, he's way better than that. Obviously, when he fought Rivas. It was that you know it was in peak peak thick condition. Uh, you know I had to get off the canvas and um, managed to push through and put on a boxing clinical against him as well somewhat. You know what I mean? No, so definitely. you know th- th- that so that that's Dillian at his best. Yeah. Um, and as in, in the park of fire and so on. You know the, the old school spirit of the fighters where they go down and get up and you know battle and go through adversity, which he which he has done. But mm. you know when you, you want to challenge the, the big punching. Um, Bronze bomber, the Alabama bomber, whatever. Um, you know, you're gonna have to go up the gears, and I mean, yeah. you know, you, we're gonna have to just really, really work hard. Yeah. And you um, just need to get in shape. But yeah, always good, yeah. man. It's Saudi, man. Perfect. Oh, brilliant. Team, so you know now I mean? you're now you're back in the you know sunny London that we call it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, could I ask oh, you? No. Uh, about what's the future as it's the end of Christmas and we always dwell upon the year and look at what's going on in the future. Uh, Mr. Pitters, what's going on? What's your plans of him and, you know, your you know your movement and the management and making waves in the boxing scene? What's what's the plan for you and the new breed and the new crop? Yeah, there's a um, few guys. Obviously, when I was out there, Eddie and them was kind of pressuring me, talking about the fight and saying, oh, can he fight on the 19th? And obviously... Um, Shaq's definitely not going to fight on such short notice. Mm. They wanted, obviously, first he was up for it, and then obviously, I think uh, Craig wasn't, Craig didn't, um, the negotiation with him and Eddie weren't done. Then they got their conclusion on that fight, and then um, now Shaq was um, saying, obviously, two weeks notice isn't isn't enough. So that fight isn't definitely going to happen mm-hmm. at that kind of short notice, you know. Mm. Um, but possibly, obviously, Eddie's pulled out of purse bid. Um, I spoke to him, man, Barry, and the likelihood of them going back in is quite slim. Quite slim. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, was, uh, literally, they were saying it's quite slim. But, you know, not, nothing's impossible. Nothing yeah. is impossible. So. Yeah, no, of course. Brilliant. Perfect. So yeah. Perfect, Dean. Listen, thank you for calling in. Thank you very much. We brother. do appreciate your time. Listen, looking forward to getting you in the studio. Also yes. with Shakhan or one of your fighters. So definitely going to try and make that happen in the new year. But um, thank you for your time and calling in. I know you're a busy man, brother. The seat's always here, bro. Yeah, no worries, man. Listen, we'll catch up. Thanks very much. Yeah? Thank you. No yeah, worries, no brother. Worries. Thank Take you. Care. Appreciate it. And right. Cheers. Going out to 446. 446. The floor is yours. Question yes. or statement? 
statement. Uh, yes. Thanks for putting me through, Kajol. Amazing show as usual. Thank you. Thank that you, Inam. Fantastic. There in the Saudi, man. And uh, you've done a phenomenal job on the YouTube channel. Appreciate bringing that. Bringing some quality content to us. Yeah. Um, just a couple of things. It was great to see you doing White back. Good mm-hmm. to hear Dean uh, on your show as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to talk about uh, Joshua and his performance. I mean, just before the fight, we had a brief conversation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just thought, like, based on, you know, his mental statement, it would have determined what kind of fight Joshua would have had. Mm. And, you know, when I was speak, speaking to you, I was saying, like, you know, I reckon it's going to be like a clinical points victory, mm. right? And what that showed to me was, like, the state of his mind, yeah? And, yeah, he'd done a great job, right? But he put a completely out-of-shape Ruiz, mm-hmm. right? So now when it comes to those kind of fights, the likes of Deontay Wilder or Fury, I think I mean I think most people would probably say Deontay Wilder for me is, is gonna be the firm favourite in that fight. I just want to ask your opinion on that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and your colleague's opinion on that as well. But a fight between De- Deontay Wilder and J- Joshua, if it happens, how do you think it will go about? What will be the outcome? Um, I'll let Sam you go first. Uh, I mean that was so many questions in one just then. Um, I feel the whole kind of outcome with Joshua and where he's going to go in the future. I think from now, because we now we said, who was it that said earlier about the three stars that he had? Um, he can only mm-hmm. go from strength to strength with where he's going. In. Mm-hmm. That was your uncle, a bit of bias. Yeah. But no, <laughs> yeah. But, no, but okay. But generally, he can only go from strength to strength and... For him, of course, he's got the U6 coming up. And, but Deontay Wilder, you think he can? I think yes. I okay. believe he'll if he has the if he gets past Usyk, mm-hmm. I think the world is his oyster. Okay. I generally think yeah, he's outboxed the tactician mm-hmm. in Usyk if he beats him. Yeah, and I was like, I'm about to go back to the old school nappy hair AJ, the old okay. mean tough guy that's about to dust blows with this guy because that's the yeah. only way I'm going to beat you. Yeah, okay. I mean, for me, I would still say, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I still think it's slightly 50-50. Probably, if I have to pick, I think you would probably still say the 60-40 sits with Wilder for me, purely because Wilder has the detonator. Um, and I think Joshua just showed a few, I don't want to even call them flaws, but I think against Ruiz, you know, you, you spoke about the condition he came in. As much as Joshua wasn't to know that, when... Uh, Ruiz did up the ante you know you're talking about the 8th the ninth round and you can see that from even if we look at the punch stats you know um, when he upped the ante he caught Joshua a couple of times and Joshua reacted you know if you remember I saw his leg kind of like just stiffen up so yeah, yeah, I yeah. just That's feel right. with Wilder um, what we're seeing at the moment is that he's going to take his time to land the shot and I just don't know again Joshua was perfect for the 12 rounds against Ruiz I gave Joshua every single round 100% um, but will he be able to do that against Wilder? I don't know. And I don't even think Usyk is a testament to that because I think what Usyk, one, lets you hit him. His defence isn't great and he doesn't have an equaliser. So I think your your strategy needs to be even if 110, 120% is there, that's that's what you have to do against Wilder. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, my, my view is, you know, if you compare like Deontay Wilder and Fury and we know how... how strong fury as a technical boxer, mm-hmm. right? Yes, he wasn't completely out of shape, but Wilder caught him, yeah? Wilder caught him and we saw what happened. You just hit the nail on the head there. Ruiz caught uh, AJ a couple of times towards the end of the fight and, and I thought he mildly hurt him, mm, right? Yeah, mild as well. With, with, yeah. with Wilder as well. Wild, with Wilder as well, Wilder's got a far longer reach. He can't do that. You know, what he, how he fought against Ruiz, he can't do that with Wilder, right? 
You know, because Wilder's going to go for him. He's got that longer reach, yeah, and he mm. won't be able to out jab out jab him. I think within six or seven rounds, Wilder will probably catch him. And I think we now know Joshua can get hurt. And essentially, I think what's going to happen, they will delay that fight for a long time mm. until Wilder ages. Yeah. Because it's clear now, Wilder is way too much of a risk, right? Fury, they may fight, but Fury and Wilder, they're going to fight in a couple of years' time. Yeah, now it's going to be just going through people like the likes of uh, Usyk, uh, Dylan White, who live some of the mandatories and then those fights are going to happen in there so yeah for me Dilday Wilder will be by knockout yeah so hey, can I ask were you impressed with Joshua's performance at all on Saturday uh, no I wasn't impressed because look man you got to think about it he's fighting a guy that's coming 283 pounds mm. right massively overweight the guy's 6 foot 3 right I mean you'd expect him to have done done that in the in, in, in the first fight yeah, yeah? Um, and I think if he really wanted to, could have, could have probably put uh, Ruiz down. And look, right, Joshua's fan base was built up on on on, on knocking people out, right? Mm-hmm. And you go back to what he was saying, you know, that whole video of the round, you know, when he was making comments about Tyson Fury being Klitschko, right? Yeah. So you got that element to as well. No, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I, I, I wasn't too pleased. And I think okay. a lot of people felt impressed, you know. And you see that woman at the end of the press conference. She said the same thing. People were expecting a lot more, mm. you know. And to really have got his buzz back, yeah. right, and to have been a clinical performance, you know, if he'd done a blitzing knockout of Ruiz, I think the world is like, James Joshua's back. And that just didn't happen, you know. I mean, I think it's, it's it's a fair statement. I do think people are being harsh. Um, but I, I do get your point. Um, and I won't, I won't, I won't it's, it's one of those two and fourths. But yeah, I think, you know, just because he lost, he had to do a, he had to adopt a game plan, which I didn't think he could do. I just think no matter what, with Ruiz's condition, Joshua wasn't to know that until the day of the weigh-in. And by then, his yeah, preparation had yeah. been done. So, yeah, but I, I, yeah. I definitely understand your point. But I think, look, like you said, um, um, let's just see what happens in the future. So, listen, we're going to move on. But, Nam, thank you very much yeah. for the call. Big up, man. Um, thank, thank you, you Nam. Appreciate you. all the care, support, bro. man. Thank Take you, care, man. brother. Cheers, Cheers bro. thanks. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Right, so, as you can see, guys, that was a packed show. Um, going to do a quick three-minute uh, wrap-up um, on a few bits. Um as Unks called in earlier and spoke about Comi versus Lopez, um, let's, let's just get through the best way to do it. Actually, let's get some through some vitals, I think. Um, so you've got Richard Comi hailing from Ghana, so you know really I'm going to be supporting my brother and the I'm watch backing it, him. Boys. Um, that's what I'm saying. Straight <laughs> Bukum, straight watch it. And you're off. Um, he's taking on Lopez. Um, look, Comi's got 29 wins, 26 co- uh, knockouts. Um, Lopez is coming into this 14 wins, 11 co- knockouts. So Comi's got an 83% knockout percentage. Lopez at 78%. I mean, for me, I look at this year um, as a whole, uh, 2019, I think Comi, they've both had good years. I think Lopez has definitely been the more active. He's had, this will be his fourth fight this year. However, I think the level of opponent, as much as it has gone up through each fight, I think you would definitely say after the Nakanoma fight and going into this, he's facing tough tests. Um, He started really well. Top rank will back in him. Um, But I think, you know, we, they might have to pump the brakes on this guy because I think he's meeting a guy in Richard Comey who is a dog. If Lopez really wants to win the title, which he's been asking for, um, he better be prepared to bring the dog fight because we're talking about Rom, uh, Richard Comey. Two key wins in uh, this year. One against Chaniev um, and Beltran. Knocked both fighters down multiple times to go on to stop his defeats. So we've seen that um, Shomi's, Comey's definitely got the power. He's got the boxing smarts. How I see this fight potentially playing out is I see that Comey's going to be patient. Lopez is coming 100%. into this, trying to be the boxer. He's talking about the Philly shoulder roll and all of this kind of stuff. Um, I think Comey 
is a seasoned uh, fighter. And I think working with Andre Rosi, I think they're going to have a seasoned game plan. So mm. I expect Lopez to be a bit flashy earlier, but I expect Comi to be able to cut down the ring. And I'm going with a Comi stoppage late because I think his power will be telling. And I think Lopez hasn't fought anybody with that power and that type of tenacity. No, that's true. Um, you know, for once, we're actually agreed on something. Uh, I think I believe in the Ghanaian black star champion to, to really come and stick it on Lopez. And I think this is a fight that's about who wants it more, who mm. who really is really down to get dirty. And yeah. talking about all these shoulder rolls and how you're going to do things, to me, mm. that screams insecurity. To mm. me, that screams someone who's scared mm. of someone that's going to take them into deep water yeah. that they haven't been in before. 100%. And hear it here, raps on TV, yeah. Commie gets the stoppage. Yeah, so that's what we're looking for. Look forward to that. Um, you've got Crawford, who's also kind of headlining the card against a guy, apologies, I really don't know how to pronounce the name, but he has also been marketed as the mean machine I think Crawford's got to get through this fight I'm hearing rumblings that he's kind of looking at changing the team or looking at you know what his options are Crawford. I do yeah Crawford yeah, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. he wants to switch he, up his team 2019 really can't be positive for him um, you're signing off against a guy that has been marketed as mean machine because his name um, isn't relevant and you're looking across the street whether you like it or not big fights could be happening you just heard Danny Garcia has got a fight announced for February Obviously, that's not Spence Jr. because of the Spence accident, but it would have been Spence Jr. Then you're going to see Sean Porter get announced to fight soon. Exactly. Then you're going to see Pacquiao have a fight announced soon. So, look, um, I think if you're Crawford, you're just saying to yourself, where are my big tests coming from? So, yeah, we're going to see how that goes moving forward. Um, but, yeah, for me, um, definitely look forward to the boxing this weekend. Um, lastly, just want to say thank you for everybody that's been tuning in, um, liking the videos on the Facebook uh, make sure you pump that make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend keep calling me up raps on TV <laughs> exactly we've got the man here is making I'll say claims but um, nah it's all good <laughs> I was going to say but you didn't make, you didn't say anything bogus so I'll allow you on this one but um, guys next week hopefully going to have a good show I'm um, looking to bring Al Siesta um, and his fighter Luther Clay they're fighting and headlining a, the next gen show uh, alongside React Port and Jack Massey yes. so guys listen appreciate all the support Please remember to like, share, subscribe, follow wherever you find raps on TV. Fans talking boxing, we're out. What do you want to say, Sam? Peace, people. Keep supporting. We had a strong year this year and we're looking forward to all the stuff we want to bring you next year and the interviews and exclusives. Perfect. Peace. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get